Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome everybody to the Animation Station Podcast, episode 204. My name is Josh. I'm Gavin. That's right, we had Gavin back. We stole him from his other podcast. He's tied up right I'm now. On he, loan. Can't, he can't really move, but <laughs> we got him. I, I just need to be able to move my mouth, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's all I got. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about the newest Disney Pixar animated film, Onward. Mm-hmm. Gavin doesn't like it when I just say Disney animated film, so I had to add the Pixar in front of it. <laughs> or else, well, Pixar play. did animate it. Well, Disney owns it. Yeah, they do own Are it. Are we going to say like the new like Fox? animated thing. like this short was it a fox short or was it a disney it short it was a disney fox short but is fox but fox isn't a thing anymore though now I it's just it like is. yeah they still well have... they're changing it to just 20th century entertainment oh they're then it'll be the a disney out. 20th century film is what i would assume that's dumb i hate it well i'm not a big fan of that type of marketing either but I mean, it might just end up being a 20th century film, and then it'll be like distributed by Disney or something like that. Yeah. Like the Simpsons short that was in front of it that you mm-hmm. mentioned, it said something like, uh, Disney proudly presents the Simpsons yeah, or something mm-hmm. at the front, right? <clears throat> Pardon me. No worries. Uh, we also planned this impeccably because we were like, we're going we're gonna to record this episode before the ice cream guy comes uh-huh. because he makes a lot of noise. And he's about to show up? No, it's Monday, so trash. <laughs> Oh, trash. <laughs> We're about to hear the dumpster. Yep, clunk, clunk, there it goes. Clunk, clunk. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we plan this accordingly. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Uh, news-wise, before we actually get into Onward. Mm-hmm, um, Castlevania mm-hmm. Season 3. Oh, yeah. You've been uh, digging that, huh? Yeah. Premiered on Netflix. We got a, a screener to watch it uh, before it came out. But loved it. So, when do you do an episode on that? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What other news was there? Uh, Lightbox Expo oh, tickets. Oh, Lightbox Expo tickets went on sale today. Mm-hmm. We all just bought our... We all just pounced. We all pounced. As soon as they opened up, we pounced. We got our tickets. We got our hotel room. <laughs> Based on the um, overwhelming success of year one, uh, ticket prices did go up a bit. A hundred dollars they went up. That's all right, though. I found huge value in that uh, oh, yeah, expo last year. Fantastic. I enjoyed every minute of it, and I can't wait until this expo. I hope that we have no more pandemic issues at that point. We shouldn't. We should be like well April. past April. This, that's right. <laughs> this flu season should end way before then, but it will be kind of inching towards the next flu season. So, you know, like they hopefully do. Hopefully, it won't be an issue. Uh, we'll get a handle on. Well, it's COVID-19. also a good thing. Like Is the majority of the people that went to Lightbox Expo last time were artists and everything, and mm-hmm. everyone was clean. Hey, everyone who knows that artists are clean. Yes. Yeah. Disease free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ninety percent of the time, disease free. <laughs> But no, I mean, like, it was one of the, that's why I like that convention, because I've been to a lot of conventions, and mainly, you know, like, the Comic-Cons and the, the well, anime conventions, okay. and people don't tend to use hygiene. Okay, so you're referring to the attendees. Yeah, I'm talking I about the attendees. I get it, yeah. And it was, it's an art expo for artists, yes. is what it is, really. And so, yes, you're right. It's a lot of art students and professional artists, and not a lot of unwashed mouth breathing nerds mm-hmm. 
it's weird. It, no um, offense to the unwashed mouth breathing nerds out there. You're people too. But you know, wash and close your mouth. Um, <laughs> you know, is breathe through it. Um, but yeah, it's like one of the only uh, conventions where I regularly wear pants. <laughs> I usually go what? shorts. Oh. But because usually it's hot and everything. I thought in you there. just meant bottomless. Oh no, a little no, I'm not Donald there. Duck in it. Um, okay. But no, like I actually wear pants because it's mm. like, oh, I mean, it's it's a it's a nicer yeah establishment. This is true. Although I do remember last year, day one, I showed up in pants, my typical long sleeve t shirt over under short sleeve t shirt and a hoodie, and I was sweating. Yeah, it's because it usually hot in, in convention there. centers it gets cold because they just double up on the AC. Like at the D twenty three Expo, I'm usually cold there. But this one, not the case. So definitely dress in layers if you go because or you'll probably be need to bag. peel off all the layers. Yeah, but some of us are really good at being wuss bags. I know. You're fantastic at it. <clears throat> um, any, any other news? Anything else news-wise? Um, not really. Like Now that Onward's out, we kind of have a bit of a gap until the next couple Is animated Trolls? things come out. I think Trolls the next one? I think Trolls World Tour might be next, and it's still a month or so away, I think. There's a lot on the books for this year, but there's this is the earliest one, and then there's kind of a gap. Yeah, Trolls is April 13th, I believe. Something like that, Something. yeah. Something. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless April 13th is a Monday. So it's April 10th. Mm. April 10th it'll come out. Um. But, uh, yeah, I, that's the reason. Uh, we've also got WonderCon April 10th. Oh, yeah. So that's why I'm not going to go see yeah. it on opening day. I'm waiting until that Monday. Got it. Uh, yeah, so I'll be at WonderCon uh, two days, uh-huh. Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may be at WonderCon. Who knows? I might be working at WonderCon for the company I work for, which yeah. sells 3D printers to all the cosplayers in the world. Um, Do they sell them to cosplayers? Of course, yeah. Oh, Cosplaying has readily adopted 3d printing for their propping uh because you can make design and make your own props very easily with 3d printing you can do it affordably and you can oftentimes do much lighter weight materials uh and design it in lighter weight so if you're doing like you know a chest plate and a back plate and shoulder pieces and gauntlets and everything uh, you can do it in a lightweight plastic and you do it with little infill so that it's really lightweight and almost hollow inside. Uh, you can get away with a lot more. Like you can add a lot more to your outfit and not be weighed down by thick, heavy plastics or even metals. Nice. So, yeah, so, yeah cosplayers if, are big on 3D if printing. If you're a cosplayer and you, you're looking to expand your wardrobe and mm-hmm. supplies... 3D printer. Of course, a lot of people print their fantasy weaponry, you know, in in plastic, and then yeah, they th- paint it and make yeah, it. Yeah, I think like- that's what the the ruby stuff was like when they originally did a bunch of mm-hmm. stuff. It was all 3D printed. Sure, stuff. Yeah. Um, you guys should get with rooster teeth. Uh, if we're not, I'd be surprised because one of the guys that works for us is like an avid volunteer with them like during their um, RTX um, has volunteered for years is very avid with Funhouse and all their, their stuff. So yeah, he's plugged in. He, he didn't know Tony, but when I showed him a picture, he recognized Tony. 
See, Tony's one of those guys that, like, when you see him out there, you're like, I know that guy. Yeah. I've seen that guy before. Yeah, he does exactly. stuff. <laughs> um, let's see. What are, I can't think of anything. I can't think of any other news. Yeah, not a whole lot going on right now yeah. that I can think of. I, I I don't follow the the animated series as much as you do, so I don't know about any of that. You said uh, Castlevania, but... Yeah, Castlevania came out. <clears throat> um, the Kingdom Season 2 comes out. Uh yeah, nothing, nothing really. I mean, yeah. animated series wise, we're kind of like in the dark. I mean, Kipo was the big one mm-hmm. this year. Uh, Kipo and Glitch Tex, those were the two because Glitch Tex is Nickelodeon. Yeah, that is on Netflix. Yeah, and then Kipo was DreamWorks, which is on Netflix. So Netflix double dipping in both. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, kind of related to the news, uh, when we went and saw this movie, uh, we were. Wondering about trailers that we would see. Yes. Uh, we got a slightly more expanded trailer for Soul, the next Pixar movie, which is only three months away. Yeah. And nothing from the Disney film from this year, Raya and Raya, the Last yeah. Dragon. What the heck? Why are they so withholding now? I don't think <clears throat> we're going to get anything. Like, honestly, Raya to me feels like gigantic. Well, what what do you mean? You think it's going to get canceled? I think it's going to get canceled. Really? Yeah. Because, I mean, Sony's got one coming out this year, too, that is mm-hmm. basically the same thing. Well, no, they both well, are I dragons, mean, yeah, 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 they're it's, it's, it's the a dragon thing. thing. It's not the same thing. But, I mean, yeah. it, it's still that, you know, sure. we don't want Disney to be like, you know, people to be like, oh, well, Disney's just copying You think Disney's going to be the one to fold in that case? Probably. I doubt it. I don't think that's the case. I think it's just this new... And Just I don't agree with it, but things. it's the new way that they market. Since since Disney has so many studios under its umbrella, they're afraid to announce something that's going to hurt one of their other internal studios. And so they're not doing trailers for Raya, I guess, until Soul comes out because they don't want people to not go see Soul because they're planning six months later to see a Disney film. That's the part that I don't get. Like it doesn't make any sense growing up. You can relate to this back in the nineties when you went and saw the newest Disney film in the theater, they were giving you the full trailer for their next film next year. Right? Yes. They were building hype for an entire year. The fact that they don't do that now and it's, it's like they're trying to keep it a secret. I don't get. I don't know if they're worried about studio espionage or what, or leakage. I, I don't know. It's weird. They When we went and saw Frozen back in freaking November, they should have had a full trailer for Raya and the Last Dragon. Yeah. When we went and saw, well, I don't know if we went and saw it, Incredibles 2. Did we see that together? Did we? I, I don't remember. remember. There should have been a trash. full preview for Onward at that. Yes. You know, and there wasn't. It's it's really weird to me that they're so withholding of these things. I agree. It's it's weird and yeah, I, I don't know. Like are they afraid that it's going to take away from like their live action stuff or are they just afraid that it's going to take away from their Cuz I mean like see, if, you, if you're watching it... a preview, then you're already invested. I mean, you're going to see that other movie too. I would agree. One I would, would tend assume. to agree. Yeah. I mean, for me, I have never seen a preview for a movie that's out in the future and knowing that there is a movie before that 
not from the, the same or movie. similar studio deciding, oh, well, I'm not going to see that because later in the year I'm going to see this other movie. That's not a thing that happens. No. Right? Could you imagine I mean, if that's what happened with Zootopia? <clears throat> maybe. Be like, oh, like they've got the Zootopia thing, but then this movie. But then Moana, Moana thing, comes out. I'm just so going to wait I'm just going to pick Moana. one or the other. Yeah, like, you don't do du- that. No. I, and I don't. And I don't. Especially see... when they're two completely different films. Right. Like if it was like this is. Uh, Frozen, but mm-hmm. then later on comes, uh, I don't know, uh, Hans's, you know, ballet, and then a month after that is Christoph's waltz. Like you don't. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be like, oh, I don't want to go see Hans. I'm gonna go wait and go see Christoph. You know. Did you do that on purpose? Christoph's yes. waltz. Yeah. Right. Do you <laughs> like, like that, that one? Yeah. I, I I had Christoph's waltz in my head while I was making it, but I was like, I gotta come up with something with Hans. Yeah, nothing came with Hans. Can you deliver a Christoph line from Frozen in Christoph Waltz's voice? There's something about reindeer. Is that it? Is that I don't I don't know any Christoph words. Yeah, uh, well, well, that's that's good. I like it. But that even speaks further to your point you made a second ago about it possibly competing with live action. I don't think it's going to compete with other animated films and i definitely don't think it's going to compete with live action so especially from the live action trailer that we got in so to me i i i ultimately think i wonder if it's that they are allowing themselves edits really late in the process now more than they used to so that they're they're still changing things on the fly right now and they would hate to release a trailer and then change major plot points that that trailer doesn't become representative of the film anymore. Yeah. You know, that's the only thing I can think of, but even that is a stretch. I don't get it. Give us a freaking preview, Disney. Um, so preview, what, what previews are we got? SpongeBob. We got connected. Yeah. That looks looks good. Really good. That looks really good. Um, what what did it used to be called? It was like the Millers versus the World or yeah, something like that. The Mitchells versus the, Mitchells. the Machines. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which sounds like an album from like Coheed and Cambria. Right. You know? It just it, it was too cumbersome of a title, and I'm glad they changed like, it to uh, connected. connected. Done. Yeah. Um, I I hope it's good. It, it's got the potential to be really good, but it also has the content the potential to be like some of the recent sci-fi animated films that didn't end up being great like i don't did you see gen x was it gen x is that what it was called that netflix original one yeah i remember i remember you telling me not to watch it because it wasn't about two-thirds of the way through it i haven't actually finished it uh home was really bad that dreamworks movie with um oh yeah kid from big bang yeah oh so annoying um and then there was the one um uh, it was another alien type, like Area Fifty One kind of movie. Like Marsney's Moms. No, I no, like you that like Marsney's Moms. Um, the other one with the Rock, right? No, Planet Fifty One was great. I like Planet that 51. was great. This is a much more recent one. I can't remember what it was called, and it, it was okay. But I don't know. I really would love them to deliver a solid sci-fi hit. You know that. Well, they tried, <clears throat> and it was called. Uh, Oh shoot! Well, Escape from Planet Earth is the one yes. I was thinking well, of. What's what's the one that Disney? Not not Disney. Was it DreamWorks that did it? Which one? A long time ago, Matt Damon. Oh, Titan AE. Titan AE. That's they Fox. tried. They tr- <laughs> That's Fox. Fox. Yeah. They tried with Titan AE, and I then it was like movie. they were like, "Oh shoot, this is way it, over children's yeah, heads." Yeah, it 
it destroyed. We showed animated Matt Damon's butt in that movie. We can't do that no more. Man, that's a good movie. I love that movie. Um, uh, we got Scooby Doo. Oh yes, yeah, which they're adding like is it is he the the Blue Falcon? Is that what his name is? The Blue Falcon. That was the guy oh. with the and his like Astro Dog. Yeah, it was Falcon. an Astro Mutt. Falcon Fury. Yeah, the Falcon Fury is the ship. The ship. Maybe it was the Blue Falcon. I don't. I don't, know. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, Captain Falcon. I like I the look that they've created in this movie. I think it's cool because it it's. It harkens enough to Scooby Doo that you're like, okay, I know all the characters, but it's different enough. But it's it's stylized in a in a new way, and I like that some of the modern humor is there. Um, I I liked some of the jokes in the trailer. So yeah, I'm gonna could, go, I'm gonna go see it. I don't know if I'll go see it in the theater, but I could see myself streaming it if it comes to one of my services. Uh, Warner, I've if, never if been you're listening a big, and you want us to review it. <clears throat> holla. send us that screener. Uh, I've never been a big Scooby Doo fan. Like, I just not my thing, really. It was, you didn't it's like also the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo starring Vincent and Price. Th- no, oh. and the the jokes are, eh, I don't know. It never did much to me or for me. And so, like I said, I, I'll watch it if it's already something I'm paying for, but not extra. Uh, Trolls World Tour. That looks good, and I have had Trolls on my list to watch forever. I need to watch it because I. I think Trolls World Tour looks good. Yes. It looks really good. See, I like the first one. There were, like, I wasn't a fan of the the troll people in the first one. Not the trolls, but, like, the other people that are in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bad guys, quote-unquote, oh, okay. in the first movie. Uh, just because I didn't like the way that they looked and they were all gross and crap. So I was like, oh. Um, <laughs> but this one is, like, if it's just, like, it feels like it's just going to be trolls, mm-hmm. but, like, different types of trolls. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, plus, uh, you know, I I like the the aesthetic of it. Yeah. It's, it's it all cutesy and everything. It looks very pretty. Eye candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we got Artemis Fowl. Oh, gosh. Sit down, fans. It's going to talk to you about Artemis Fowl. Uh-oh. All right, so the movie, I don't understand it. So this was your first time seeing the trailer, uh, the extended trailer. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, well, it should be considering it launched mm-hmm. that week. Um, so they showed us the trailer, and I'm sitting there watching the trailer, and the first time I'm seeing it, I'm like, okay – the, the beginning, I'm like, okay, this this may be kind of good. And then they change it enough to where... Because the whole point of Artemis Fowl is he is this genius mastermind detective. Mm-hmm. I mean, not detective. Uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, criminal mastermind. Oh. So, yeah. His dad was a criminal mastermind. Oh, he's a criminal. Yeah, his dad's a criminal. Oh. Like, that's what set him apart, Artemis, apart from, like, Harry Potter and stuff like that. That's the antithesis. Yeah, I he see. is He is a complete anti-hero. Like, you don't really like him for the first three books. Interesting. And then you're like, oh, okay. Because, like, the whole point of it is he is, you know, cold. And then he warms up throughout the books, ultimately in the last book, sacrificing himself for his friends where he never would have done that like five to six books previous. Mm -hmm. So it was, it's this whole journey with this character. And in this movie, it's like the first time that you meet him, the whole entire first book is basically a heist book where he steals 
a lep recon. Ah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Owen Colfer does does themes in this <clears throat> book that's hilarious. Nice. Like yeah, so like a, a uh, like the cops, the LEP is what they're called, but mm-hmm. she's a recon officer, so she's a lep recon. Oh my um, gosh. Seals her because he wants to get her gold. Because she's a leprechaun, mm-hmm. even though you know he doesn't right. understand. So that's his whole thing is like to, just to try and get her gold, and so steals this elf girl named Holly, who again doesn't like him for like three books, um, and just goes and their whole thing like he has to like you know trying to you know mess with the fairy folk and like extort them basically, and in this one. They're like, oh, yeah, no, your father was a friend to the fairy folk, so now you're a friend to the fairy folk. And it's like, that's not the point of the movie. Right. Like, because, like, the whole thing is, like, his dad is this, like, great savior guy, and now he gets put into it. Even So they took, like, this whole thing of Artemis Fowl being this super smart kid finding these fairies himself, and now it's like, oh, no, your dad did all of that. Hmm. So here you go. Wow. And then Holly Short, who, again, he kidnaps in the first book, mm-hmm. is like, I'm your friend on the other side. And you're like, no, <laughs> they are not friends for a okay. while. Well, this this uh, to me uh, speaks directly to the idea of movies are different than books. Right, but they don't have to be that different. Well, you can no, have a book and a movie you, that are still. You can try and try and try and try and try, and you're never going to satisfy the book. You're just never going to, unless maybe you do a mini series like for one book. That's what they should right. Uh, I've always been of the mindset that the movie is its own thing. It can be inspired by a book, but I don't compare it to the book because it's a fool's errand. You know, like. You can't necessarily pull off the same pacing, the same story development, the same whatever. And so to me, like when I like when I saw Harry Potter, you know, like I I thought the first one was fairly faithful to the book, but that's a really simple book. So it's it's yeah. easy to pull off. And then as they well, went the on about the mm-hmm. Artemis Fowl books, they're relatively simple. Yeah, and, and I'm sure they are. But it, even so, like I just. I don't know. I see them as different things, you know. I don't. I. I. I don't compare them. And a lot of times, if it's a book that I love, I've got no need for the movie, yeah. you know. So I just. I don't watch them. I mean, I was excited when they first announced it, and I was like, "Cool, this is going to be." Were you knew it was Disney though? Like, I knew it was Disney, but I didn't think that it was going to be what they did. See, I just have no faith in the Disney live action studio. I just. I don't. Like I don't think they make. Okay, you want you want to talk about a bad movie from a book, a terrible movie from a book? John Carter, unbelievably. <laughs> how do you miss the point that much in a movie? It's ridiculous. It's so like bad. Kish. He's awesome. But what about but Tim Riggins? So bad. Like I, they just. I don't know. One out of every maybe twenty of their live action films to me is worth watching, and that's terrible. They used to be fan-freaking-tastic. In the 50s and 60s, their movies were awesome. You know, I'm thinking of, like, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Treasure Island, Mary Poppins. They used to do epic, awesome films. Now it's, like, to me, like, the last great films they did, they did in 2009, they did Tron Legacy. 
in 2000, like whatever, three, they did the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Like that was great. There's not a whole lot this yeah. century that to me is iconically great with Disney live action. And, that's and where they benefit. The you're not including right. the Marvel I was going to say that's where they benefit from the fact that they bought two different studios that made better movies, which is Marvel and, and Lucas. Mm-hmm. And but their own their own stuff. I just I mean, they even bought Fox now. So I'm like, there's part of me that's like, don't put Artemis Fowl out. Let somebody at Fox do it. I know you already yeah. spent the money, but just like, who cares? At this yeah. point, it's going to be a flop. I mean, here here's what they should have done. They should have done it like the freaking Mandalorian. Because yeah, that, that, that thing was done right. Mm-hmm. Really good. Well, I mean, that that's another thing. I'm like, if you're going to do something, I've never understood wanting to take a book and or a series of books and make one movie out of it. Right. That's never like Lord of the Rings completely different because it's a book each movie. Like right. and they knew that we're going to do a 3-hour movie for mm-hmm. each book and then it's going to be like 4 hours cuz we're going to do extended editions. Right. Same thing with Harry Potter. They did a movie a book and like that's totally like that works. Percy Jackson even if you like the Percy Jackson movies are not good, but at least they're close to the books. Mhm. And, like, you watch Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. All of those are based on, like, it's one movie for a book. Artemis Feather, like, we're going to take the first two, maybe three books, jam them into one hour and 45-minute movie. It's like, that's yeah, the dumbest it. thing. Especially when you have a a world as rich as, you know, the world in Artemis. I was like, just make a Disney Plus series. Mm-hmm. You'd be fine. Yeah. Like, you could, then you could have all these, you like... Just think of like what? How how long is the Mandalorian? Nine episodes, ten episodes. Um, I don't remember exactly. I think it's closer to like ten or eleven. Ten or eleven. Yeah. We'll just say do eight episodes. Eight episodes for a book. Mm-hmm. You can get a lot done in eight episodes, yeah. especially when they're like forty-five minutes to fifty-five minutes each. Got a good. Yep. You got a good series right there, and you have. I believe there's seven Artemis Fowl books. You got seven seasons yeah. right there that people are going to be invested in. Yeah. And then they just kill it, and I'm just like, it hurts. It hurts inside. Yeah, but you know, it didn't hurt inside. What? Onward. Yes. So this is a Pixar film, <clears throat> uh-huh. um, and Gavin, what, you you kind of know a little bit about my. Yeah, uh, you and Pixar have a rocky history, man. Yeah, of uh, I liked A Bug's Life, and then and twenty years went and by. Then twenty years <laughs> went by, and it was like Onward came out, and I was like, all right. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, I, w- I really wasn't planning on like I I had gotten my tickets early to go see it because I was mm-hmm. just gonna see it on a Friday morning because I was like I'll go see Onward. Yeah. Um, and then you wanted to go see it, so we went and saw it on Thursday night, mm-hmm. and pleasantly, pleasantly yeah. surprised. I feel like the trailer steered us incorrectly. I completely I agree. I think it it made it seem. So typical and predictable and like, okay, I feel like we've seen this before, but they did a really good job with the story. They did a really good job, like getting us invested in the characters and the little adventure they go on was really fun. So I I think they did a great job. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the uh, of the way that they looked at the beginning. Yeah, but then they but then they're like, oh, no, they're elves. Be like, oh, okay. Like, you could have said that in the trailer. What did you think they were? I didn't know. Oh, okay. I don't know what the heck they were. Okay, 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 okay. 
Yeah, it, it's really cool. And I don't think they really sold the fact that this is basically a Dungeons and Dragons movie. It is a Dungeons you and know? Dragons movie. I mean, movie. it's like as if all the denizens of the world of Dungeons and Dragons or the many worlds of Dungeons and Dragons, because your mind is endless. Uh, but <laughs> Imagination. Exa- existed in real life and then like evolved into a modern society and then... This is where the story is set, you know, and I don't think they really did a great job of kind of specifically identifying that. And maybe that's one of the reasons we liked it or were pleasantly surprised because it was a nice, cool little surprise to kind of learn more about that. Yeah, like in the previews, you just think that um, uh, Chris Pratt's character is just an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you don't think like, oh no, he's he's basing this stuff mm-hmm. off of these games that he's played, which yeah. are based in history. Right. So he's kind of a historian. Yeah. And it's, it's like you don't get any of that in the trailer, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, well, this makes sense now. He's mm-hmm. playing board games based on old world, and yeah, yeah. So it it all made sense. Like it all like the trailers kind of came together mm-hmm. in just that opening monologue yeah, where he's explaining true. about uh, where the dad is explaining about the world mm-hmm. and everything. I'm like, "Oh, okay, this makes sense." <laughs> um yeah, so uh let's see. Uh Onward is a again 2020 um Pixar animated film mm-hmm. starring Tom Holland as Ian Lightfoot. Chris Pratt as Barley Lightfoot, Julia Louis-Dreyfus as Laurel Lightfoot, Octavia Spencer as the Manticore, and Mel Rodriguez as Colt Bronco. I'm gonna guess those are the, the, our, our main characters. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, I, I like. Liked, I like Colt that. Bronco. I like that Colt also drives a Bronco too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was great. <laughs> Um, let's, let's see the IMDb uh, synopsis of the movie. Okay. Get ready. It's gonna be great. Uh, set in a suburban fantasy world, two teenage elf brothers embark on a quest to discover if there is still magic out there. Yeah, that's that's basically a distillation of what it is. A, a very small one. Very, yes. very, very distilled, yeah. But I like the... Um, I like that. You know, you, like you said about Chris Pratt and, and his character, he kind of, in the previews, came off as like a Jack Black in School of Rock kind of character... Where, you know, you knew he was going to be kind of silly and not taken seriously, but you thought, okay, well, maybe we'll see some heart or some reason behind this. What we learn is that he's actually like plugged into their like ancestral past Mm -hmm. more than anybody else because he is part of this kind of, I don't know, like underground tradition almost of remembering that. They used to all be magical creatures, and they've just forgotten their magic. And so part of this journey is them rediscovering their magic. And I thought that was really cool. And the way that we see his character, or he doesn't evolve. The audience evolves to learn more about him. And I thought they played that really, really well. And especially seeing it through the younger brother's eyes as he kind of discovers that his older brother is kind of awesome. Um, okay, so before we get into kind of spoiler stuff, okay. uh, what would you what would you give this movie? A uh, rating? Yes. Um, for me, it was really good. It's not top tier, but it's close. So I'm going to give it a four Jiminy Crickets out of five. Um, I'm going to give it four Dipper Pines. <clears throat> uh, it could very easily hit my five. Mm-hmm. I may have to see it another time. Yeah. Um, I've only seen it twice. 
which mm-hmm. is, I believe, a record for Pixar movies in the theater. In the theater Probably, for Josh, yeah. that he paid to go see, uh, not right. including Cars, where he just worked that garbage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I was thoroughly surprised. I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, I like that. There's the music in it is very like. It, a lot of it sounds it harkens like, like to real classic 80s rock, music. yeah, but it's not act. They didn't use licensed songs, which mm-hmm. was cool. Um, I agree I, because in that world, why would those songs exist? Exactly. You know, so I, I, I did like it, and all, along that same line, I super loved his van. No, oh, his uh, Guinevere. Guinevere, oh, my I goodness. loved Guinevere. So cool. You know, they had the full the full size van at, at the D20. expo oh. and it was all the details, the license plates, the bumper stickers. You could look inside it. You could see their, their uh, mixtapes on the dashboard oh, sitting there. Dope. It was full on. So they created that whole thing so they could animate it. It, it was awesome. I wanted that so van. Good. Uh, yes, definitely a four for me. So spoilers from here on out about onward. Sweet. Um, how bad did you want to see his dad's face? <laughs> I mean, we did. We did. We saw it in pictures. In pictures. In pictures. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> you got the side profile and everything. From like a mile away. Right, yeah, but still, the side profile. <laughs> um, I, God, just staying on Guinevere. Guinevere, amazing character. Yeah. Um, Like, whenever, he, whenever you start it, it makes that, you know, mm-hmm. sound, which is class. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, when he sacrifices Guinevere oh. and like it hits the, it hits the pothole or whatever in the tire and it starts galloping yep. and then the receipts fly out for the wings. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> this is so clever. Like yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah. It's really, um, really good. Yeah. Oh, man, poor Guinevere. Uh, and then all of the little, uh, um, little Easter eggs mm-hmm. and stuff like Burgershire, now mm-hmm. serving second breakfast, which is a great little, <laughs> great little Lord of the Rings nod. Yep. Uh, Mountain Doom yep. was another one, and I, I like was like, one. "Bro, like the fact that Mountain Dew and Pixar did not do a collaboration and have like yeah. Mountain Dooms is the most missed opportunity I've ever they, seen." They probably tried, if I had to guess, but not if, everything. If you're can work Pepsi out. Cola, like, and Disney's like, "Hey, we should do a collab." Why would you not? Yeah, I would, I would tend to agree. Like, and it's it, because I mean, it's like you're calling it Mountain Doom. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you know who that's going into also, you know, hit home with the Lord of the Rings losers. All of us, <laughs> other, all of us Lord of the Rings losers are going to be like, oh, Mountain Doom. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get some Mountain Doom, you know. <laughs> Um, but it made me, speaking of second breakfast, it made me want to, uh, cause I've never done it before, um, do like a hobbits meals for a day. Mm-hmm. So have like breakfast, second breakfast, elevensies, luncheons, afternoon tea, dinner, supper, like have that all in one day. Mm-hmm. I want to now. Just portion control. You can pull it off, but you yeah, have portion I mean, control. Yeah. Or I could just eat like a hobbit and be like, Ugh. Are they just like uh, ravenous eaters? Pretty much. Okay. Nice. They're all fat. All the food goes to their feet. Uh, They have big fat feet? They got big feet. Big fat hairy feet. Got it. Yeah. Did you not see Lord of the... No, you didn't. I saw them and deleted them. But they're good. (laughs) The first one's great. Is it? Yeah. I'll take your And then the rest of them kind of like... 
The third one I was not a fan of. That's the thing. Like, this is a rare example of a fantasy-themed film that I really like. And by fantasy, I understand that, like, all cartoons are fantasy, really. But I mean, you know, like high fantasy, elves, unicorns, mythological creatures, like that kind of like wizards, magic, that kind of fantasy. It's rare that I like that because it's it's just really not my thing. Uh, This one, you know, had it hit on the right notes for me. And and so I I really liked I think because it was more about this kind of road trip adventure Mm -hmm. quest than fantasy, you know. Yeah, it is kind of like somebody made a good point of like it's almost like Weekend at Bernie's except <laughs> Pixar. Right. And I was like, all right, but it's also got that like goof troop element mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was the uh, like they, they want to save their dad or they want to see their dad one last time is the main focus of yeah. the film. But I I don't know how long it was in when I'm just sitting there. I'm like. Bro, when are you gonna realize that your brother's your dad? Like, uh, yeah, you like, caught on to that a lot earlier than I did, and like, I I think it was because I wasn't really thinking about it, but yeah. So there's a point near the end of the film where he makes that realization, and to me, I thought they delivered it really well. I thought yeah, it was it, it, it was, it was delivered really well. Like when he actually fixes it, like, figures it out, and then he you get this this nice little montage. Like of them being kids mm-hmm, and everything mm-hmm. like that, and I was like, "All right, okay, I got Teary." Yeah, um, being a, a lonely child, I got <laughs> Teary. Um, but no, like it was, it was really cute. Um, I, I liked those bits. Uh, the the fighting between the two felt mm-hmm. good. Yeah, like actual like brotherly. Yeah. Not like there was no real malice in any of it. It was just like a right. fight between siblings, which I felt was conveyed really well. Um, and again, that's, you know, Chris Pratt and Tom Holland being exceptional at what they do. Yeah. Good old Andy Dwyer. Oh yeah. Um, which we kind of, he was kind of Andy Dwyer. He was more Andy bit. Dwyer than he was Star Lord. Oh you yeah. Know? For sure. Yeah. percent. Uh, yeah. I, I, I like those parts. Uh, I thought the Manticore was great. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite characters. Um, I liked I liked I the stepdad a lot. Place. I thought he was great. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I didn't think any of the characters fell flat for me in any point because they meet some other characters along the way. Um, you know, the two cops that they meet were really good, and um, who else do they meet along the way? I feel like there's several characters they meet. The Pixies. Oh, the pixies. the pixies. They were interesting. The biker pixie Voiced gang. Voiced by uh, Greg Griffin or Greg Delisle, um, depending on what she's going by. I believe she's just going by Greg Griffin now. Voiced who, all of the pixies or the, just the main, the main one? one? The main oh, one. Okay, got uh, it. She also voices uh, Azula in um, Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, she's been a voice in basically anything and everything, mm. um, for the last 137 years. Wow, um, she's also voices the red lady in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, at the park. Yep. She is. Really? The, she's the red lady. Oh, the so, new one, the new one. So yeah, when yeah, you yeah. hear her be like, drink up me hearties. Yeah. That's her. <laughs> so I don't know why she turned Irish, but, uh, because me hearties sounds Irish. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she's she's the red lady as well. So nice. she, yeah, she's done all kinds okay, of. She's cool. around in anything and everything. So. Very cool. Um, 
you said the word point earlier and it reminded me that there's a there's a a moment in the film where they're heading towards a place that they think is called Raven's Point. Mm-hmm. But Chris Pratt's character, Barley, is that his Barley. name? Barley. Barley figures out that there's a Raven statue at where they are, and its beak is pointing a direction. He's like, what if it means this? And he ends up being freaking right, and they follow this cool pathway of statues of ravens and when they get to one the the beak is pointing them in the next direction that they need to go and then the last one's pointing down and i loved that kind of that moment because that's very like indiana jones mm -hmm. or national treasure like follow the clues i love that kind of stuff i thought that was really really it's it's like how D &D is meant to be played and not the way that we've ever (laughs) played D &D, where you just go (laughs) and you kill everything right yeah um which I don't know anybody that plays D and D that like actually like does like the D and D actually yeah. the way that you're supposed like, to do it. Like uh, like the Daniel Jackson method. Like let's talk to them and see what they're about. Yeah, it's before like, we just open fire. Or, or you're just the Tilk <laughs> method of let's just kill them. Yeah, like, boom. Kill and you're like done. And you're like all right, cool. Um, way to bring SG one into this. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, who is who's Martouf? Oh, that's a great question. Poor Martouf. Uh, yeah, I'm, Martouf's not in this episode. Yeah, he's. What about Jolinar? <laughs> Jolinar's always in. If you've got a memory of anything, it's that's where Jolinar comes in. Uh that's a you know, watch Target SG One. Most, of yeah, the they're like, I don't know what that yeah. is. Yeah. Um, no, they 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 left when I was talking about uh, Artemis. Artemis Fowl. Yeah. They were like mm-hmm. deuces. Um, yeah. No, uh, like I, I liked that part. It was like it. The whole thing is very D and D, and I absolutely love that. Yeah. Um, there were a couple things. Uh, I there was part of me that didn't like that he was like constantly using magic, mm-hmm. since it is based in this fantasy, like based on a fantasy board game type of thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that he was just constantly using magic. I would have liked to him to be like like. It could have been just a throwaway line, like if he can't do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Pratt like, well, easy there, little brother. You can't just use magic all the time. You have to rest to, you know, um, like you, reference. The yeah, actual like do, you rest do like time. a yeah, yeah. Do, yeah cause I'm like you need a short rest or mm-hmm. something like that. That would just something yeah, small yeah. would have been hilarious. That's true. Um, he did kind of go to that a lot, but he was also like in like training, like learning mode. So a yeah. lot of it was just like, well, let me see if I can do this. You know. Um, I think they could have gotten themselves really bogged down a little bit if they, they could have. Well, I mean, that's why I'm just like that route. throwaway line mm-hmm. because there are there is a bunch of time where he's just sitting in the back of the van with his dad, mm-hmm. his torso. <laughs> uh, well, not torso, his lower yeah half. Uh, what do you what do you, what do you Par- call what do you call his the dad's paralegs? Paralegs. Paralegs. Um. If, I guess is that what you call it? Like I don't know what like the un like the aft, half of you aft is section. <laughs> His nacelles. Nacelles. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah. His, yeah. So like his like we, bottom we just half. can't help going back to sci-fi with this no. fantasy film. Uh, so yeah, like I I thought you know just a nice little line like that would have been because I mean there were a lot of D and D references. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we have the gelatinous cube, which I loved. I thought that was um, great. But then, like, like in the credits, it says that there's a beholder 
and the gelatinous crew. Yeah, we didn't crew. spot the Beholder. You didn't spot it the second time didn't either? Didn't spot it the second time either. Mm. So if someone knows where the Beholder in Onward is... Is it just mentioned, maybe? I don't know. Hmm. Unless That's your quest, uh, viewers. Find the Beholder in Onward. There's probably something that's like a jewelry store that's the eye of the Beholder or, or it's something like, a billboard like that. A billboard in the billboard. background or something, yeah. Um, there was a Mystic Donuts, and mm-hmm. I was like... Hmm. If only it would have been a mystic pizza shop, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> um, nice. But yeah, like I, I liked all of those little, you know, little nods and mm-hmm. everything. But I, yeah, it, and yeah, you know, Arcane Lightning, which yeah, you know. that's classic. Uh, a lot of the see, I didn't play Dungeons and Dragons a lot, but I did play when I was gaming many years ago. I played a lot of the RPG fantasy games like on PlayStation and mm-hmm. Xbox. And one of them was, and I kept getting reminders of this game, the whole movie. Did you ever hear of Baldur's Gate? Yes, it was very Baldur's oh Gate. Oh my gosh. So many moments. I'm like, this is like Baldur's Gate. I miss that game so much. Like I played Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2, Dark Alliance or whatever it was called. And then I played Champions of Norath and... Missed champions of norath the second one like those were like my go-to games anyway baldur's gate gelatinous cubes beholders uh yeah yeah i was i was surprised with all of the like just the movie was just like so so many references and they were like good references too yeah um yeah yeah, like I, i don't think there was a part in this movie where i was bored right um which is interesting from a pixar movie yeah yeah um because to me, that doesn't happen a lot. They didn't do any long uh, montages of like sadness or backstory yeah. that they usually do, which I don't mind personally, but they, they do kind of tend to be somewhat predictable that way. This didn't have that. It it really approached things in a, in a different storytelling way than I think they've ever done. And I'm wondering how much of that has to do with the fact that this is the very first film that had no John Lasseter presence on it. Yeah. Like he wasn't really involved in this at all. Um, maybe early on in green lighting it and maybe early meetings, but really under the, the actual development of this film, he wasn't involved. So would you like to see a sequel? No, I don't do sequels. Sequels, we need no sequels. I like how you say let's you don't do, a, do sequels, do a, but you've watched like all no, the cars. You know what sequels. I mean? I, I don't, I don't think any of these films need sequels. I never have. I liked some of the sequels they've done. In fact, a couple of my favorite Pixar movies are sequels. I think Toy Story 3 is phenomenal. And I think Monsters University, which is actually a prequel, is fan-freaking-tastic. But we never, none of these were ever conceived as series. So the, the tacking on a sequel thing, I really, really don't like. And Disney and Pixar have gone to that well so many times over the last mm-hmm. five to six years. I'm done, man. We need like a 10-year moratorium on sequels. No sequels. Well, maybe, maybe they'll do a live action. <laughs> what? A live action? A live action? No. Onward. Yeah. Uh-uh. Well, you already, no. you already said they already got the van. They do have the van. And then in 10 years, it'll probably be beat down a little bit. So Maybe. Might as well. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, they could do some, like, uh, do you ever see the movie Enchanted? Yes. Where, like, it starts out animated, starts and then they end up in the real world, and we have, and, but and their van came with them. Maybe. Yeah, I could see that. That'd but, be, no, cool. I don't, 
do you want a sequel for this? Um, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to one. Yeah. If they do one, I'll go see it. If they don't do one, I'm fine. I mean, you know, like, like that's the thing. What about like, if they did back like what they did back in the day in the '90s, and they just did an animated series? Oh, I would, for, I would like, be, Disney I would Plus. be more happy with an animated series yeah. than I would an extra movie. Yeah. But I mean, like, it, whatever they, if they decide to give me more, I'll gladly take it. If they're okay. like, this was a one and done, I'm fine with that. See, it's weird, and I and I I think it has to do with the investment amount that goes into. But there's not there's films. not any Pixar series, <clears throat> are there? Mm-mm. No. Was like was there not like a Planes series? That or? wasn't Pixar. That was Toon Studio, Disney Toon Studio. Uh, same thing though. No, not really. Um, there was no there was no series for that. Okay. I can't think of any series. Yeah, I mean, they've done short films, not, but, but yeah, but not like an not actual a, series. Yeah, it's no. not like you know, Mm-mm. Emperor's New School or. Yeah. I think the ones anything. going right now are Tangled, the series, and just ended. Big Hero Six. Tangled just ended. Oh, did yeah. Uh, I think Big is Hero Lion Six Guard still going? Uh, Lion Guard ended. Uh, so Big Hero Six is that it? I believe just Big Hero Six. Okay. Yeah, no Pixar that I can think of. Hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I, like, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be opposed to give me an onward. But the point I was trying to make is that I don't know why uh, movie studios can do something like you know you mentioned Lord of the Rings. It's like okay, we're gonna do a series of films. We're telling you right now, it's gonna be a series. We're gonna film them together, and it's gonna be released, you know, in three separate films, just like the books, three separate books. Uh, why they've never done that with animated films, I will never know. Yeah. And I think it's because the investment to return value is different for animated movies. It takes a lot longer to make them and pound for pound, they're more expensive. So maybe that's the reason, but I would, I would be totally fine if they, in 1995 said, okay, we're giving you a new story called toy story and it's going to be released in four chapters over the next 20 years, apparently. And you know, we've got this in mind as a series. Then when those sequels come out, it's expected. We know it's it. There's a place for those sequels and they weren't just kind of made up and tacked on to the end yeah. of the previous film, you know? Well, it's especially like with toy story. I mean that you do see a gradual, uh, new look about everything. Uh, whereas like cars, they all look the same. The movies look the same. Same thing with Incredibles. The movies look the same. Like, if you're going to do something like that, then I'm totally for, yeah, just give me, like, two of them, like, back-to-back. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you're not going to change anything for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they didn't change anything in Frozen. What did they change in Frozen? Nothing. What do you mean by change? Animation-wise. Oh, yeah, not, not, yeah, like no. that, that's I mean, the thing. It, I'm like, it, it all, that's the thing with CG. It's always a little better than the previous one. Yeah, but like not not by much. Where you can be like, oh wow, oh my gosh. When's the last time you went back and watched Toy Story? I, I no, I, I'm not saying Toy Story. Okay, because that was over twenty years. Well, I mean, just Toy Story to Toy Story Two, which was four years. Big improvement. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just talking about like if, if you know that you're going to do something like that. Oh, sure. Then yeah, then yeah, I, I, I'm I'm with you, Gavin. Okay. Saying like yeah, if you know you're going to do that, just do it. Yeah. Don't because like you knew you were going to make a second Frozen. Why? Why'd you wait? I, they didn't though because they didn't know it was going to be the biggest 
animated movie of really? all time. No, they did, going into it. No, because their previous film didn't. What was their previous film? Uh, the one, well, the Disney one right before that was. Um, was it Frog? No, it was t- not Tangled. It was Wreck-It Ralph. Oh. Wreck-It Ralph. And it wasn't huge. No. Tangled was okay. And then Princess and the Frog was more or less not a success. And so they didn't have any, you know, real confidence that this was going to be a game changer. Nobody did. Even when it was initially released, reviews were very mixed on Frozen. And then it became this unstoppable force and became the greatest selling animated movie of all time that has since fallen twice but it's still number three all time animation wise and they didn't know that and so going into it they didn't think oh well we're definitely gonna have to plan a sequel for this and just like they didn't plan a sequel for you know any of their films because they didn't know you know i think it's maybe because it's well, I don't know if it is, but maybe it's more of a risk or more of a gamble with animated films, whether or not it's going to be successful. And like I said, the development process and investment process is so much longer and bigger for animation that you can't necessarily commit to it. Yeah. Which, you know, kind of sucks. Just give me a series. I'm fine with standalone film. I love the art of filmmaking. And to me, a film that stands on its own two feet and doesn't need any peripheral anything prequel a sequel a book uh you know whatever it stands on its own two feet that's what i like best zootopia zootopia great example i think it may have become my favorite disney movie really yes nice yeah that's a good pick it was it was lion king for the longest time but there are characters i do not like in lion king okay there's not a single character i don't like in yeah Zootopia. Even Gazelle. I mean, she's fine. She's not. That's the thing. Like, she's not in the movie. I know that <laughs> song, though, man. I that it's just bad. Uh, it's not I agree. bad. I I agree, though. It's it's a it's a flawless movie, pretty much. It's yeah. There's nothing not to like about it. I I I could do without some of the what will become really dated topical humor, like the Breaking Bad references in it. Like, yeah. come on. That's that was a little bit lame, but other than that, no, it's fantastic. Well, what's also uh, sad is like I've got these upcoming Disney films, and it's uh, the gigantic ones in there. Giraffic is in there, which is now no longer going to happen. That's true. That's true. So the only copy that you could have gotten of Gigantic was two muscles. Man, I wish we would have gotten that movie. I was excited. I still, do, I, uh, I, I still would like to know what the reason what they why they canceled it. Like, what was the actual no reason yeah. that it got scrapped? I have no idea. They just weren't hitting the right notes or something. I don't know. Uh, it could have been budget too. They might have just slashed the budget and something had to go, and that was the thing that. It was yeah, least far along or something. We had you know. to make Wreck-It Ralph too. Uh, we were mentioning things that we didn't like, though, and there's one small little thing in Onward that I was like, nah, that's kind of lame. It's when they make the supersized Cheeto and float down the river yeah. on it. I thought that was kind of lame. Like, I don't care about them floating down the river on a cheesy poof. 
Well, they had to do something. I guess. I don't well, know. Well, the, they had to they had to do that so that they could do the catch thing. The catch thing? Oh. Yeah. Well, no, they didn't have to be floating on a Cheeto though. They could have been floating on they could have found a little piece of wood or something and blown it up. But it was nothing but rocks, Gavin. I don't And I, the you're right. and, and you're it right. Rec- it reckoned back to we have to use he, everything he could have been at our eating, disposal. Like, Chex mix instead of that, and then one of those little things would have looked like a little raft. It would have been adorable, little Chex. Floating down the little river. <laughs> so, so a Chex floating down the river is more believable than a Cheeto. Yeah, I guess just because Cheeto just seems so expected or like basic. I don't know. I that's that's it's a tiny, tiny little thing. That is, but the, I, that is I remember worst. thinking. Eh, that comment makes Cheeto. me not like you anymore. And they should have had like orange all over them. Yeah, that was and, that was something that you know. The hair. But that's it. Uh, Ian's hair mm-hmm. in this. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a part where it, like, shows him from the side, and it's got, like, greens and blues and, like, some aqua it's, and very cool. everything in there. I'm just like, I want that. Yeah. Can I get that hair? I mean, Pixar animation is hard to beat. You know, DreamWorks whatever you think. Is better with hair. Whatever you think of their... Um, character design or set design the actual animation so like the textures and the lighting and all of that always amazing dreamworks is great at it too yeah they're awesome. we should do like a battle of the hair like who what, has better hair dreamworks or pixar what hair are you thinking of with dreamworks oh just any of the how to train your dragons yeah that's pretty Hicc- good hiccups last hair well see and that's another example where if you compare the first one with the last one oh yeah huge advancement in animation right Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean the same is true of kung fu panda as well uh that's got lots of great fur in it like the the fur on like just tigress alone oh so cool I, i love that stuff but i mean with pixar you've got they took on bigger challenges i feel like so things like merida's hair and even uh, Sully from Monsters, Inc. with the big flowing hair. I think they've done some really challenging stuff and pulled it off nicely. Except neither one of those were good movies. What? Yeah, you heard me. That is wrong. The Bear Tart movie and the Look There's Doors movie. It was boring. Uh, Both awful. You, you saw University, though, right? No. Oh, you need to see University. It's I. But I don't I like, like it better that than universe. Inc. Well, you might if you gave it a chance. Do you know how many times I've seen Monsters, no, Inc.? No, if you gave Monsters University a chance, you might like it. And it might warm your little cold lump of a heart into liking Monsters, Inc. a little more than you do. I don't think anything can warm my cold little this heart. This is very true. Except more onward. True, maybe. <laughs> True can. Except when Bartleby's there. When, when Z is on screen. Z. Yeah, oh, <laughs> speaking of that, speaking of that, there was, uh, I sent something over to uh, to uh, Brittany. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot here. I'll sh- uh, vamp, Gavin. Oh, my gosh. It's been ages since you told me to I vamp. I know. I'm terrible at vamping. So, um, yeah, I got nothing. Look what, what they're selling. <gasps> is that a plush? It's a Z plush. Oh my gosh! And little wishes and little wishes wish charms that come with it. If you guys haven't listened to episode True Hundred, yeah, it's there. Zip zap zoop. <laughs> what are you doing with your life? 
zip zap zoop what are you doing with your life uh i want her backpack oh yeah tool around disneyland with that of course you would yeah i would it has it's got like three little spots in it uh-huh. be like what are you gonna yeah. put in those Ow. wishes of course yeah um we're we're what five years old five and four four yeah goo goo <laughs> goo goo uh yeah so yeah i i thoroughly enjoyed onward gavin you you enjoyed onward i enjoyed especially for something that going into it we zero expectations yeah we had low bars set for it so that may be part of the reason but honestly it it you saw it a second time and you liked it so it it they did a good job if if you can get josh to like your movie pixar you're doing something right so more of that less of cars and monsters well so are you excited about soul does that interest you at all i need to see something else i don't know what the heck's going on yeah it's, it's interesting like is he dead i I'm, think he I'm, is i'm pretty sure like, he's dead he fell in a manhole yeah it reminds me of a matter of life and death which is a old film from 40 late 40s early 50s uh english film awesome but it starts out with a guy um, crashing his plane and then ending up in heaven. And he's on that same like stairway through darkness that you see in the preview here. And it's just kind of, you know, about what happens from that point forward. And that kind of seems like what this is. Um, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with it. I like music and I like jazz music. And it seems like this is kind of going to be about jazz in some way or another. <clears throat> Uh, I don't think it's supposed to be musical, no. Okay. Mm-mm. Was Coco it for them? Well, Coco, they didn't classify Coco as a musical, and I wouldn't either. It is a, it's a movie with some musical performances in it, but it's not a musical because they're not singing their dialogue, right? Yeah. It's just got some musical performances in it. Well, they classified <clears throat> the, uh, the Les Miserables movie as a musical, even though... There are speaking lines. Well, I, that's that's not that's not what I'm saying. A, a musical, you don't have to sing all of your lines, but, but you, you sing... go into song as part of your dialogue, right? Okay, yeah. In Coco, they're just yeah, getting they on just a stage and performing a, a song. You know, it's not. You know, he doesn't sing his thoughts to Hector. You know, I mean, that's just that's what a musical is. He sings about eggs. Uh, eggs? I I, doesn't he sing about polo? Pollo's chicken. Pollo, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. chicken. I don't know, man. Huevos are eggs. I don't care. How long have you lived in Southern California? Not, not long enough. Seriously. Let's go get some uh, huevos rancheros after this. <laughs> uh, anyway. Bonjour, song. mi amigo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Watch. What's the stupid? My, my cartoon I president? Know. I think it's yeah, my, cartoon my cartoon president. president. Yeah. The Pete Buttigieg, amazing. Yeah, those are those are pretty good. Sock my, no. oh my Amy Klobuchar, <clears throat> so aggressive. Ah, oh, it's great. So Soul, you're on the fence uh, about yeah, Soul. Uh, they're gonna have to sell me more on it. To be fair, though, that was the exact way you felt about Onward before you saw it. Yeah, uh, but so far, I know of two characters in this movie, mm-hmm. and I don't know. At least we knew from onward that they're going on a quest. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing in mm-hmm. in Seoul. Mm-hmm. So maybe when, when I get another trailer for it and it expands a little bit on it, sure. 
Um, connected though, connected like got me hook, yeah. line, and sinker. It looks really good. And I was like, sweet, looks good. I think that's probably the one that I'm most excited about next, except for Raya and the Last Dragon, just because it's a new Disney film. Like that always gets me most excited, but I don't know what I'm excited about because I don't know anything about it. Yeah, we haven't even had. We, like two pieces of concept art. Yeah, and that's it. We haven't even had a teaser. We also haven't mm-hmm. had a teaser for Wishing Dragon, which is Sony's. It's just isn't it just Wish Dragon? Is it or Wish Dragon, Wishing Dragon, something? But yeah. Um, well, they might be doing the same thing because um, connected Sony, right? They might be doing the same thing of they're not going to show us anything Sony. until after possibly until after that comes out. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's just one of those weird ones. Uh, what is it? The Wolf Runners? Wolf Walkers. Wolf Walkers? That has to come out. We were talking about that a year and a half ago. Yes. Like, when we were both still in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. That We need that movie. Cartoon Saloon. Come on. You guys well, are like I said, I think they're, they're going to put it on Apple. I don't think it's, <sighs> it's going to get a major release. I think it's just going to be an Apple. Maybe we'll get a Fathom. I would be fine with that. Or like uh, G-Kids. They do stuff with uh, Cartoon Saloon. Not, I mean, yes, but this is primarily for Apple, though. That's the thing. Like, if if Cartoon so if Cartoon Saloon was producing everything and just mm-hmm. putting it out as Cartoon Saloon, yeah. we probably would. But mm. since it's under Apple, yeah, I don't know. They signed that stupid deal, and I'm like, why would you sign anything with Apple yeah. and not something with a bigger? But I also don't know how much money Apple threw at them. Because sure. they're, they're trying to do this whole Apple media empire thing. So I have no clue. Hmm. Um, it's weird. I'm, I'm a Mac guy. Also, I've got all Mac stuff in my studio. But i got no idea about Apple TV and what they're doing on that whole end of things. Yeah, I've got one. It sits in the room. And I, I only bought it because I wanted to watch um, the uh, DC Unlimited. Hmm. And at the time, it was only on... Got it. Apple TV. And so I got that. And then when they started putting out on like Prime and everything yeah. else, I was like, okay, I don't need you anymore. So, so it is it, it's just a device, right? You don't have to pay to use no. it, but you pay for it's just It's just like a Roku streams. and just like an, Am, like an Amazon Fire Stick. Okay. It just streams the stuff. But they've got their own content. Yes. Like this Wolf Walker idea we're talking about. Yeah. Will you have to pay for that? Or yes. Oh, okay. Like a rent kind of thing? Like I Amazon? I don't know. I, it may be a subscription thing. Because, hmm. I mean, like you, can, you can't rent The Mandalorian. You have to get a full subscription for The Mandalorian. Right. So it, it may be something like that, which I kind of don't like. I, I don't like the way that that's how everything's kind of going nowadays. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, we wanted – what we wanted 10 years ago was a la carte TV. Mm-hmm. And it kind of seemed like that's kind of where it was going with Prime and Netflix. But now it's like, I mean, before long, you're going to have you're gonna four or five different streaming services and it's going to cost as much as cable used to cost. Well, yeah, you know? well, what's going to happen is they're going to we're going to have four or five streaming services. And then there's going to be the one streaming service um, that's going to be like, hey, do you have do you like all of these things? We're going to combine all of these streaming services into one streaming service. You should buy us. And then it's just cable again. Right. And you're like, cool. And people are going to go buy that. Yeah. And then, you know, another 10 years, mm-hmm. it'll be like, hey, you know what? You don't want to be on K-Bell. You want to be on, <laughs> you know, just Disney Plus Plus. 
and you're like, oh, you know, I think I just want to do yeah. Disney Plus Plus. Well, if you could, if you could only have one streaming service right now, what would it be? Mm. Oh, Netflix. I think I might be the same. Because I mean, I still get my, you know, all of my stuff that I like on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I get all the animated stuff. Like DreamWorks has like almost the monopoly on Netflix animated mm-hmm. series and everything. So I'm like, oh, I'll just stay there. Yeah. Because I don't watch anything on Hulu. Like the last thing I, I watched watch on Hulu. Hulu was that Hillary thing with yeah. Charlie. That was mm-hmm. it. Um, Amazon Prime. I mean, I watch more stuff on the HBO version of the Amazon Prime than mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, Disney Plus, I watched The Mandalorian. You Still. watched uh, Miracle. Yeah, I watched. <laughs> I watched Ratatouille. Nice. Um, I watched The Crudes, but that was on. Yeah, that was not Disney. What was Plus. that on? That was on Netflix. Probably Netflix. Because watched DreamWorks, that Cruise yeah. on Netflix. Um. Quite good. I hadn't hmm. seen it before. It was quite. I need to rewatch it. Yeah, then. I was. I was surprised. Hmm. I was like, "Oh, this movie's actually not bad." Nice. It's weird. It is weird, but it's not bad. Yeah. And we get Crudes too in December. Okay, I'll have to watch it again before that comes out. Yeah, then. I'll probably end up watching it again. Nice. Before it comes out too. Um. So, Kevin, where can everybody find you? Um. I'm not many places. <laughs> I was like, I'm not I'm, the person. Uh, so. I'm Instagram Gavin Audison Art. I have a website, gavinaudisonart.com, and I co-host part-time another uh, podcast called The Podcateers. You can find us on all the things Podcateers. Yeah. That was the worst. Well, I mean, okay, Twitter, Podcateers, Instagram, No, 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 no. just like there was zero enthusiasm in any of that. I was trying to be clear and calm so people could be like, oh, yes, I'm absorbing this calmly. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast, on Twitter at Animate Podcast. All of our episodes are available iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and on our website, Animation Station Podcast. Dot com. We are still looking for a co-host, so because Gavin won't be here much longer. It took 17 years to get him on an episode. Listeners know that's not true. He was supposed to be on an episode back in early February, and he said no. He was, quote-unquote, busy. I am. I'm busy. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, uh, we need to go back to Disneyland again. Yeah, maybe well, in, maybe once, in April. Once they stop allowing coronavirus into the park, then I'll uh, go Here's back. The thing. I don't think coronavirus have there, has there been any link to like someone at Disneyland with coronavirus. Close enough, Costa Mesa. Doesn't mean either. They could have got that at IKEA. Well, I know they could have got that at Sonic. No, I'm not saying that's where they got it, but there's a lot of people in Costa Mesa that go to Disneyland, or no people in Costa Mesa, or <laughs> just no people associate with people that associate with people in Costa Mesa. I don't know. I'm. We're just playing it safe right now. You know, better safe than sorry. And if there is a hot spot in Southern California for congregate large congregations of international travelers, it's Disneyland. It's LAX. Well, it's LAX and it's <laughs> Disneyland. But I'm not going to LAX. It's the LA, no matter it's LAX what. It's LAX and the port. <clears throat> yes. 
San Diego. Is yeah. San Diego a port city? It sure is. Is it though? Yep. Okay. Absolutely. I've never been. Yeah. Do you know it's only like an hour and a half from here? Yeah. I didn't I do know that. that. Yeah. I thought it was like four hours. No. Four hours, you're well into Mexico. Well, I mean, I was looking at it in like four hours because I have my thing set to not do highways. Mm. It takes four hours to get there. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of non-highway roads between here and San Diego. No. There's one. Yeah. No, there is. There's four hours worth, four of, hours worth of roads. Four hours yeah. worth of roads. Um, so, Gavin, thanks again for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having you're, me. You're welcome on any time that you decide to call in sick to work. Sweet. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. <laughs> Actually, no, it's not no, a sick yeah, day. You're it's not a, sick. You it's were, a makeup day it's a make-up. for having to work on a Saturday. So, yeah. they owed me. They owed you. <laughs> well, if, you, if your work ever owes you another day, All right. just let me know. Cool. All right. So, for the Animation Station Podcast, I'm Josh. I'm Gavin. Uh, oh, I forgot to say. Uh, yeah, we're looking for another podcast host. <laughs> so if you uh, if you know anybody or want to do it yourself, just shoot us a shoot us an email, message us on Instagram, Twitter, any of the social medias. Go to our website, do a thing. There's a contact us there. Yeah, whatever's used for you. So anyway, for the Animation Station podcast, I'm Josh. I'm Gavin. Bye bye, little butterfly. Made you look.